Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 32 of Be With Me. This is a podcast which is to be listened to, hopefully, because a lot of this is verbal. We're in a passage about food offered to idols and not devouring your brother. And maybe a good title is letting love lead rather than letting our appetites lead. Now, the sobering thing about this little passage is this is to the knowledgeable. This isn't to the rookie Christians that he's speaking. This is to the experienced, the more knowledgeable people. So the context is there's no such thing as idols. Uh, There's no such thing as uh, mumbo jumbo or sacrificing to idols. So food that that is technically sacrificed to an idol, nothing happens to the food. It's, It's all made up. So people with strong theology say that's that's a bunch of bunk. I can eat I can eat that food because nothing really happened to it. So the right thing, the quote unquote the right thing, and probably the correct theology in the passage is you can eat anything you want, even food that someone said mumbo jumbo over. However, then he lays over the top of it the love of God and what God has done for us. And so what should we do for our weaker brother? So listen in. This is 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 8. Food will not commend us to God. We are no worse off if we do not eat and no better off if we do. But take care that this right of yours does not somehow become a stumbling block to the weak. For if anyone sees you who have knowledge eating in an idol's temple, will he not be encouraged, if his conscience is weak, to eat food offered to idols? And so, by your knowledge, this weak person is destroyed, the brother from whom Christ died. Thus, sinning against your brothers and wounding their conscience when it is weak, you sin against Christ. Therefore, if food makes my brother stumble, I will never eat meat, lest I make my brother stumble. So this is uh, is trying to get the knowledgeable Christian, the one who knows something, to remember something, which is, let the love of another person lead you. Uh, because of the love of God, being known by him, and that application that he applied that to us, we should come with a humble spirit and an other-focused, sensitive spirit. That is, so even though knowledge is you know, important, he says, love trumps it. Love is greater than knowledge. Love is more important than, than knowledge. And my impact and my influence in, in the life of a brother is more important than my rights or being right. And the people of God is more important than my pride. So the first thing he says, at least in verse 8, is food doesn't commend us to, to, our, to our God, whether it's an Atkins diet, a vegetarian diet, a vegan diet, whatever. All those diets can be uh, 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 eaten sinfully and pridefully. And what is at risk here is the weak person, the, the, the brother who, who can stumble over a small stumbling block. And the words that are used to describe this person, are it's pretty severe. You can destroy this person. You can ruin them. They can perish or they can come to sin over your behavior. So uh, if you turn the page into into 1 Corinthians chapter 10, uh, verse 24, it says, let no one seek his own good, but the, but the good of his neighbor. 
So that's what this passage is basically saying is let's refocus from our good to the good of our neighbor. The goal is if you're a mature believer, don't lose anyone. Think about your brothers. Prioritize your sisters. Find the one who is farthest away and don't purposefully or arrogantly make that brother stumble. Uh, And when you do this, you sin not against just the person, you sin against Christ. So that's pretty big. Um, You can be right technically. The technical thing to do here is, yeah, you can eat anything you want, but the application of that knowledge uh, uh, may result in the wounding or destroying or in a stumbling way. So Paul at the end says, I won't do this. I will never do this. I won't. He resolves. He decides now. He vows for the people. And that's a good thing that we can do is let's vow for the people that are in our world. Let's vow not to do this. Let's vow for the people in our fellowship. to Let's vow to prioritize them. And I think it says to, to the weaker person, uh, I, I would charge the weaker person, hey, don't be a professionally weak person. Mature, grow. Uh, and, and eventually get over this, but that's not what this passage says. This passage is to the knowledgeable person. It's to the person that is playing fast and loose with their theology to the detriment of another person. This is a warning to the strong person that you can ride, you can sin against Christ, you can sin against your brother by riding roughshod over your brothers and sisters. So Christian liberty over food or alcohol or dancing or smoking or whatever. The, it's making people is the priority, not the liberty is the not the priority. People are the priority. And the posture here that Paul ends up with is, let's be eager to limit our own liberty to aid our brethren. It's a sobering passage. We can get this wrong. Be careful. And the 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 sobering thing is, is this is a word to the strong. This is a word to the knowledge, knowledgeable. So let's not devour our brother. Let's not wound our brother. Let's not use our rights of our knowledge or maybe our highfalutin theology against, uh, to the detriment of our sisters that we're in uh, fellowship with. Let me pray. Lord, help us and my brothers and sisters, help us to be careful with this. Help us to apply this knowledge that you've given us uh, carefully. Let us use the Holy Spirit and walk in his wisdom with an eye towards the priority of our brothers and sisters. And that's the priority. Give us the priority that you have regarding the people in your church. Amen. Thank you for listening. Thank you for considering this, particularly if you are a so-called strong, knowledgeable Christian. Thanks for listening. I'll see you tomorrow.